Do you suggest going to business with friends? I don't. We weren't friends. I'm not saying we weren't friends. We weren't great friends. Stop it. Welcome to Random Ass Convos with Twilla and Dion Lack. Why are you not excited? I'm excited. I just I always laugh at you emphasize on ass. Because I don't say it often. <laughs> it's just the only time I get to say it. She like random ass conversations with <laughs> Dion. <laughs> it's always funny. She's like ass. Somebody has to say it. You acting an ass by saying ass, so emphasizing are. on it, huh? You just are. All right. So today, what are we doing? Today, we decided that we're gonna talk a little bit just about like who we are as a business. We've been getting a lot of questions about like how did you start business and all those good things. And Dion pointed out that we never really talked about it on the podcast. No. Yeah, y'all don't even do y'all know we have a business do you know we're a business because you've been minding your business and you haven't been asking the correct questions to know if we had a business well let them mind their business then all right but so, so yeah we just want to jump right into it um yeah. we are an entity called lactose entertainment mm-hmm. and lactose entertainment um started primarily um as a production company making our own content and it kind of blossomed into this other thing yeah lte it 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 can be swapped out for lack toast entertainment or lack twilla entertainment or lack tangy because if we're going by last name ooh, lack tangy entertainment you know how KFC changed their name to Kentucky Fried Chicken? So by any chance, um, you know, lactose, the name becomes like the new virus of the world. They're like, yeah, he got that new lactose. So, oh, we got to change the name. We got re- <laughs> to rebrand. We're LTE, guys. We can even switch out to LTE. Because you know Corona, the beer company Corona had had a big hit. When it came to uh, people assuming that the alcohol corona was giving people coronavirus, I can't help but to laugh. That is like, hysterical. Because it's like people are like, "Oh, I can't drink that." I'm gonna get yeah, it. I'm gonna get coronavirus. <laughs> this, is, this is another fun fact. Um, you can look it up. Uh-huh. You can look it up. In the '80s, there was a diet pill by the name of AIDS. Oh yeah, I heard that. With a Z on the end. And when AIDS came out, it said it helps you lose weight. And obviously, the uh, was it what is it? What's the acronym for AIDS? Autoimmune deficiency syndrome. Yes, when you get that, you typically or sometimes get lose weight. Um, it was associated with this AIDS. This AIDS pill will give you AIDS. Wow. And they they it was a grand opening, grand closing. They wow. shut down immediately. And now, guys, that company is fentanyl. <laughs> <laughs> it is now ran by Johnson and Johnson. Oh no! Stop. Too it. soon. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs> um. So yeah. Um. Now we we still produce our own content, but we also are a production service uh, company. So we have in the past. I guess we've been around almost 10 years. We've been around nine years, but have been editing, directing, shooting for other businesses. And then recently we expanded to where we have studio locations um, where people can rent out for film and photography. Um, And it's also where we'll shoot. It's where we are right now. We're in our office at uh, LTE Visions, which is our first studio. The office part. In the office part. Not the rentable part. Yeah, y'all can't come back here. Unless you on the VIP list, which is fifty nine ninety nine a month. Yeah, yep. Um, and then, yeah, that's pretty much it, right? Yep. Let's talk about how we met. How we met. 
Um, back at West Angeles Church of God in Christ. Shout out to that church where I uh, born and raised in the playground. It's where I spent most You're of my Dayton, days. Ohio. When you, in in the in the in the religious church standpoint, I would say me going to a church on my own without my mother dragging me. West Angeles was the first and only church I went to on my own merit and felt like I grew a tribe there. And we have an incredible class of and talented people that that I knew and met there at West Angeles. So I can say born and raised and be confident. Cause a lot of my churches back in Dayton, my mom forced me to go. Yeah. It was what her, it was her uh, background. Um, yeah. I stay for it. So how about you? What do you think? Before we get into that, what is, what is your born and raised church? Oh, for sure. West Angeles. That's where yeah. I, um, when I, I mean, of course I went to church um, in D.C. Um, that was like a church. And then. Uh, is that considered home? Huh? Not home, but. Like if you like, man, the church that like that really kind of well birthed my my walk. Oh, that would have been like eight years old. Really? Yeah, and New Ellis. Uh, you had no Ellis, idea what was uh, happening. Henderson Grove. You saying that because your mom was watching? No, that's really where like we were was, super. I was super about that life. Because at eight, I was drawing pictures on the back of the, the programs. Yeah, like we went to church and we had really good like um, little Christian camps. I was all into those yeah. and really learning about the Bible and the word. So my walk started really early. But I guess as an adult, I feel like in my formative years as an adult, it would have been at West Angeles Church. That's where I met a lot of my tribe here in Los Angeles. It gave me roots like, you know, like volunteering we had a really active young adult ministry mm -hmm. so that helped me have something to do and not be getting in trouble doing other things yes uh, so it was i was really involved and that's where we met yes um at that time um i was a writer of west angeles for many years i wrote maybe 10 15 uh, plays for West Angeles. Um, I remember Twilla was an actress. Uh, what I act? Huh? I act? Came back away from the mic. I hear am I, little. Am I too loud? No, I hear like breathing or something consistently. Cause I'm fat, man. Scoot back. I'm fat. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to. Look. You just made me feel uncomfortable. She said, "I hear you breathing." No, it's just like a. I see fat people. Is that better? Maybe it wasn't that. You is it because my beard is on the mic like that? No. Like that. Let's hear it. Okay. But we're gonna keep all this in here. I'm just switch it around. Might be this here now. What? What's wrong with my? What's wrong with my voice? Cause I'm fat. <laughs> you hear me? Cause I'm breathing. I say a long. I say a long sentence, and I have to breathe like. Anyway. Okay, I keep it on. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, um, back to West Angeles and our formative years where we met, where I was an actress, because mm -hmm. I did go to school for that. Yes. Mm -hmm. Um, and yeah, you were a writer, uh, and I just rem like I just remember like at drama rehearsal, like us having a conversation. And then somehow that growing into like, oh, you have a film project? Right. I, I remember um, my earlier tribe was, um, you know, my boy, shout out to Kyle Irby, Dominique Purdy, Joe Caffey. Um, those are my earlier, earlier crew. And, and, I, and I just seen how the world was evolving into sketches. And it's like, all you need is a camera. And learn how to edit, and then I was like, "We can shoot some stuff. We can just keep shooting stuff." So I remember going on Craigslist and looking for a camera guy, a boom operator, and 
you know, actress, you know, I think we can keep doing this and keep doing this. And I remember hitting up Twills about it. Um, and, you know, we came out with a boom operator. Yeah. And she assembled her crew and we had a, you know, we had about like 10, 15 people on set. And obviously it was our first project. It was, we dropped a, you know, I think we dropped like $500 on the editor, who's also the actress. Um, Nancy Will, uh, Nancy, Nancy Corbo, shout out to Nancy Corbo. Um, our very first project, it and it wasn't that funny. We had to do a lot of editing to to make it funny. I realized that, oh, you start to kind of see the problem. So we got to do another one, and everybody just kind of backed out, like, All right, uh, yeah. it's not that funny. Let me slow down. <laughs> and when it and then when everybody backed up, it just it, just, it was it was left with just me and Twills. Um, no one else was around. They gave up on us. Yeah, they gave up on us. <laughs> and our next project was what? Um, after Boom Operator, was it the um, comedy rap? No, nah, you. Oh you no, Ted Wilson. Up. Wait, because there was surprise that we did with like early, early on. We did the Ted Wilson sketch. Yeah. It fast forward. We did a lot of sketches yeah. together, um, and then at that at, at this rate, we we finally got a hit when it came to uh, Real Church Wives of L.A. or whatever. Real Church Wives. I think. Real Church Wives. Yeah. And then right after that, we did uh, Lactose. I mean Lactose Anthem, um, which Jill Scott retweeted, and we was like. We on our way. We famous. We about to make it. We, we got a repost from from Jill Scott. Yeah, that was and, big. And then we thought we got we got to start a business. We got to start a business because we just got to be prepared. I didn't say that this is all twills because obviously I, I wasn't I wasn't thinking about what well, start a business. Yeah, you weren't thinking about the business. You were more so like I think we could do this. Right. I think we could do a business. We could work together. And I was like, yeah, but also, but also. Twilla definitely set me up because I always looked at myself as the entertainer, the 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 face of a business. Of, I mean, I say a face of the company of not the company. I would say I, I was always, I always see myself as uh, the forerunner, the 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 face. Like I was the entertainment, and I was I was trying to like have Twills be the writer, director, the editor. Obviously, selfishly trying to like, hey, help me be great. <laughs> and I was like, I'll help you be great. No, you didn't say that. Listen, I was like, I'll help you be great, but you're going to be great in a way that you can do it all as well. No, no, you didn't say that. You, I didn't you, say it, but what happened? You did not say that. You, 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 you showed me, you pointed me in the direction of stuff like, like I write a script, you was like, you need to learn how to do final draft. That's exactly what I was saying. That's me helping you be great. You didn't wait. You you didn't. If you had told me that, I would have never done it. I know. I know not to tell you these things. So 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 instead of telling me that, you just like okay, I'm gonna take your script, your script from Word, put it over here. Like, this is the standard in like this is the industry standard right mm-hmm. here. So I was like, oh, like if you turn this in, you're gonna get you're gonna get turned away immediately and then i kept like seeing how she was slowly build me as a a as a production and then when i have a script i'm like all right here take this script that i've written and you direct it i'll be in the front of the camera and she was like i think you have an eye for directing as well but no let's tell you why (laughs) i had to get there because i like directing is like Dion has very specific like a vision. So if it's not, I won't say according to his vision, but I'll say according to his vision. If it's not like, oh, like he's more so like, oh, did you get this shot or why did you take that? And I'll just be like, let this me do vision. this. Let me shoot the way I want to shoot it. And right. then it would be like, damn, oh, let me do this. So it was like, okay, you have an eye for this. You really, you sure, are good you at this, it. right? Like, you understand it, and right. I'm not going to sit here and just regurgitate your vision that you want me to do, so I'm going to show you how to do it. Right. Yeah. And then from there, <clears throat> we, have, we'll, we will have a project written, 
and now it's ready to go as a director. And he was like, well, what camera are we going to use? He's like, well, we got to outsource for that. So well, then, before that, you remember what camera we had? Who? You remember the little flip cam? Back oh, in the day? yes. We had a flip cam. Yeah. That was literally like the, the guts of a cell phone. <laughs> It you just record just and then yep. plug it to the uh, yep. USB we had that. upload. We recorded, we recorded the Kim Kardashian thing. Yeah. We recorded the Ted Williams. We recorded a lot of stuff from just that little flip camera. And he was like, if we if we going to really do this, we have to pay somebody. And I think at this time, we started doing a bunch of the lyrical flash mobs. Yeah. Because um, our first, our first uh, lyrical flash mob was um, the one that I did by myself with Arana... Uh, Keenan, you know, uh, Dante, yeah. and uh, I think it was Chad. No, no, Ronnie Ray. Yeah. And then I remember uh, Big Ja was like, yo, if you need a cameraman, let me know, dude, let me know. Yeah. And then that's when his quality of camera came in. Like, oh, there is a difference with camera quality. And from there, we shot like four... Um, lyrical flash mobs with him and it's like I think we're wasting our time with sketches with sketches we can learn how to make movies and then we transitioned from sketches to making movies and then our first project was Caught in the Shadows mm -hmm. we got greedy we um, did too. Caught in the Shadows right here by the way Caught in the Shadows, yeah. Caught in the Shadows. shout out to Danette Wilson mm -hmm. always there uh, Always yeah. down to shoot. Phenomenal actress. And then uh, immediately after that, we got real greedy and did uh, Truth Lies. Shout out to David Hunter Jr., yeah, be our right. homie. Yeah. Great yeah. actor, writer. Who was also from Los Angeles, yeah. our tribe. Yeah. Um, and then from there... Um, all, mind you, all this time, all that the footage that we had, uh, it was my writing, it was my vision. Twilla was editing all those, but I was over her shoulder. I was over her shoulder. I was over her shoulder, telling her what to edit. But I'm also watching and learning how it's done. And he'd be like, "Why'd you choose that shot?" So this is why he's over my shoulder. Yeah. Because he'd be like, "Why'd you choose that one?" Absolutely. And I'd be like. At first, I would be like insulted, like, well, "Yeah, do you not trust me? You like, I could do this, mm -hmm. and then, like, I can do this. I went to school for this. Like, right. that was always my like. Listen, right. I could do this, but then realizing, like, oh, he really has an eye for this. Mm -hmm. He need to learn it. Then now, I just feel like I just kept stacking on things that I was doing: writing, directing, editing. Twilo always produce. <coughs> And then um, we start. We like I said, we went from we went from uh, Truth Lies. Oh, but I wrote Caught in the Shadows. Don't take that away from me. Yeah, that's correct. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> but I directed it and edited it. Yeah. Which you could have done it yourself because it was your vision. Hmm. Um. So then, after Truth Lies became, uh, we 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 bought a camera which we named it baby toast right mm -hmm. was a canon what like a20 or something XA10. like that yes xa10 um and then we started shooting our own stuff um from there this is where our business really took off because we started to understand clientele we got on fiverr and we started to pitch our talents to the world literally the world because it was an online platform that um pretty much what do you call it like yeah for uh freelancers so people yes, come on and they're searching for people who can either make them a promo or like a 30 second promo or like uh we could use dion's talents in rapping and presenting certain you know like uh edits and different things that they want writing and it got really, really, really busy. Right. Really fast. Right. And 
so no time dedicated to doing like our creative our own stuff yeah. stuff and it was a couple of weeks there where it was like sleep when yeah and keep in mind like this whole time like i've always kept a full-time job for the most part mm-hmm. it was like that one year that i took off and i was more like freelance or i think it was probably like six months that right. i had but otherwise it was just we were yeah it was tough. Crazy busy. And editing out of her yeah. apartment. All in my, yeah. My apartment, apartment was our home office. Yeah. Uh, editing and shooting out of that space. Absolutely. Um, Green screen. Yeah. And what I used to do is uh, I took the uh, the idea of the lyrical flash mobs and made promos for people's like product, commercial announcements. I would rap what they would tell me what to say. That right there helped me how green screen work, lighting work how to uh, plan out my shots because I'm talking to myself because I was doing dual dialogue and it it made me so much so much of a beast at editing because it was a lot of messed up mistakes because I had to reshoot a lot of stuff so it's like I'm not gonna waste my time with this so yeah and then we were doing sweet tea and sass around that time uh, too yes, so it was a lot of green screen there mm-hmm. um and then I think, you know, like we just continue, like we get clients, we get corporations, um, like West Angeles, West Angeles affiliates right. were like, word got out, word got out, like different, different churches will ask us to edit or record services. And then nonprofit organizations will ask us to do docs, mini docs and things like that for them. Schools. So yeah, schools. So we, we got busy and our, you know, we're like, we're making money like this is a thing now and it just like i think the past five years have been like really just growing as a business business bringing in money and then two years ago we decided that um we needed an office and by we i mean me uh because like we i just moved into a new apartment all of our equipment was like spilling out like i didn't have storage for this new equipment and we set up a my walk-in closet became the office and so dion was like in my walk-in closet editing editing our equipment all over the place this equipment could came to my house yeah and you know and i don't live by myself so then having a roommate you also have to be like considerate of like their needs and it was just at this time like you know what we really got to find an office space i don't know if we consist can consistently afford the overhead for it so let's get a studio and part of it will be an office and the other part we can rent out and make sure that right. it at least pays for itself right and great idea here we are but that first six months was tough because you got to get the word out. You know, yeah. people don't. You, you really have to uh, do a lot of free stuff, as in, I wouldn't say for other people, but for yourself. Just say, hey, I have, I have a project here. Come here. It's free, and it's like I'm going to edit this is free. So now you are bringing people that has eyes that can verbally say, hey, yeah, he has a he has a studio down the street, or. Um, but by doing that, you are bringing people in for free. But then you have to kind of keep molding like studio. We have a studio. We have a studio and tag your studio. Yeah. And I really want to shout Dion out because although I know this was for sure my vision, then like I got called to go to work. And yeah. it's I don't believe in just working for money, but I also believe that I need money to afford, like afford life. So I accepted, you know, these jobs and these gigs and Dion is really like holding it down here with the clientele. Like I would hop in when I can to talk in, to talk with the clients and to give them, you know, like on the back end, mm-hmm. the face, they still think they're talking to Dion. That's right. fine because that's who they come and they see. And Dion really was like, he became the social media strategist overnight and like like so this is what you got to do you got to post this many times daily this is who you got to talk to you know like make sure we add them and it and you know like the work's paid off peer space we have great ratings right. it's all compliments people love the space and you know it's been it wasn't on purpose because i was just here i yeah. definitely i definitely not going to take that credit away but if i wasn't here it would have been a problem like the fact that I was literally working here 
Like it was like I have no choice but to be the face of the space. Yeah, and I mean it was also assumed that you would be working here because you're not working in my closet. Right. <laughs> right. We so digging up. Yeah, we have a few of the we have a few questions, all business related that we can answer. Things up again, ladies and gentlemen. What, Week thirty six. She keeps printing out these papers. I yeah, she could have wrote herself. You could have yeah. wrote it down. You could say, "Hey, Dan, write these questions down, and then do like this and point to it." Go for it. Oh, I have carpal tunnel. Here she goes. She has, she has not been diagnosed. She has not went to the doctor and said she has carpal tunnel. She I know what it hurt. I can barely type. It's like saying, "Oh, my my stomach hurts. My ovaries are moving." Whatever. Don't talk about ovaries because you don't have any. That's what I'm saying. I didn't get diagnosed though. How I, I just verbally said it. You don't have ovaries. I, I so just you can't. I can say that because you just said I got carpal tunnel. Do you, you know what carpal tunnel is? It's when the car goes through a tunnel. Go for it. Read your question. Business basics. So how do you even start a business? And did you have a background in business? Is there an even in there? How did you even start a business? That, that, that sounds like somebody disrespecting me. How'd you even start a business? <laughs> that even makes it even more of a threat. You, you upset? Yo, how do you even start a business? <laughs> Hold on, man. Screw all that what you just said. How do you even start a business? Um, Starting a business, for me, I do a lot of research before any any and everything. And you can ask Dion this. Yes. Like, I might over-research a thing. So, in you starting... over-research? over research so um for us uh i was like i know there's different types of businesses so i'll first say like i don't have a business background but my parents have always owned a business so i've seen them start a business i've seen it from like it start off in the living room till it like they have several locations and like 40 something plus employees so i've seen that trajectory and i so i kind of knew what it took um, I did research. I googled how to start a business. Um, I actually went through like LegalZoom to start our LLC. Um, I did a lot of reading about like what state to register in, uh, what's the pros and cons, what type of business structure should we have. And I knew that like even as a film production company, if you're going to be shooting like short films or certain things, you should have like a certain level of protection. So I was like. I know that we don't have necessarily money coming in, but I think we should protect ourselves with this veil of being a corporation. And so if anybody hurts themselves on one of our sets, we are protected. They can't sue us personally. Um, so that was like the biggest the biggest reason we started. Um, I went through LegalZoom. I think going, looking back, we didn't have to start through LegalZoom, but I also believe sometimes in paying for conveniences just so I didn't mess up on any paperwork because mm-hmm. <laughs> the paperwork was a bit intimidating. Um, so it costs, it does cost money to register your LLC. Um, and then we registered for IRS EIN number and you could do that directly through the IRS. And um, I think after that, I bought our website domain. Those three things is what I did first. Um, and that's how we started. Yeah, I highly recommend you start. You don't start your business until you have a plan. Yeah, because you're gonna lose a lot of money from just paying annual fees, just paying annual fees and and taxes and and trying to buy all these things. And, and then like really like I can't say I won't say have everything planned out, but know what is your one year goal, five year goal, ten year goal. Give you a prime example of something that we all know. I don't think uh, Burlington knew that they weren't going to be selling coats exclusively <laughs> 20 years after they started. They had to drop the name Burlington. I mean, they had to drop the name Coat Factory because they they felt like they was pigeonholing themselves. Now they're just called Burlington. So so being smart by saying, like, I don't want to be called, you know, Johnny's Cupcakes and, and you know, Sprinkles. And it's like, man, I really wish... We branched off. We're selling burgers now, you know, yeah. and <laughs> so, um, yeah, being smart by, you know, knowing your your one, five and 10 year goals, maybe 20. Keep going because you want to obviously be in there for the long haul. Um, but yeah, I think, yeah, because I think we actually 
sometimes I think we, I'll say this, I do sometimes think we started too early with the LLC. I agree. Um, but I don't necessarily. I don't, I don't regret it. Regret it. I don't regret it. Um, but I do know that there's been times where it'd be like, uh, you know, like we sit down and be like, what is this company? Right. What are we doing? And those are good, important conversations. I think you have to have and stick to it. Like you can't like today be like, well, we're going to make movies and YouTube content only. And then tomorrow I'll be like, well, actually we're going to only shoot church services. Right. And it's like, cause you're never going to get anywhere. Like, you know, what's a tough fork in the road is when you start a business and you have plan a, but in order to get to plan a, you have to do plan B, but then plan B takes off. Now the tough, the tough, like question is, do I pivot to plan B because it's my money maker or do I outsource mm -hmm. to with plan B and continue to plan A? That's a tough one. Phase out right. Of plan B. Right. Because obviously this location was never a plan A in the beginning. Yeah. It's great money maker. Great money makers. I don't regret having this location, these uh these studios at all. Um, but the overall goal um came late of we would love to have a fully functional uh, production studio with many sound stages but this is definitely a a um, a starter kit to knowing how to to groom a business and knowing how to deal with clientele and you know the the money in and out and how to plan calendars and having staff and cleaning crews and all that stuff this is a great starter kit versus like having a you know, 15 acre studio. Right. Yeah. And I also think like to that, like, like your example, Burlington, how they didn't foresee themselves not selling coats and now they don't sell coats. I mean, they don't do just coats. Right. They do other things. I think the same with our business. We learned that, you know what, like we, we want to not be so tied into doing all the production services that we're not, creating our own content because right. our own content was our a and then so being more so like what can almost take care of itself not saying because there's a lot that goes into running us the two locations but like it being the thing that raises money and profits enough that we can now focus on our creative part and right. then we can phase out of doing like those other things that are way more time consuming. So it's more so just thinking yeah. in all those different areas and growing and the toughest thing, the toughest thing that all business owner will have to do and um, is make the decision of when you start a business, people are going to see your talent. They're going to want to hire you. You have to make that tough decision by saying, is it? Yes, they're paying me. Is it worth it or is it still worth chasing my dream? Do I need to pass on this? Do I need to, you know, outsource? Do I need to oversee it from somebody else? Can I take the job? Because you're never going to get back to your original job if people keep hiring you for your talent. And if you don't have a plan, like if you don't have a reason why, like... When I take jobs, I'm there to learn. Like it's a strategy. Yeah, like yeah, I am there to learn, learn from the best, and then take that and make sure I can apply it. And then also know that I have an exit plan, and I have to ha say that exit plan so I can be held accountable. Right. Like I can say to Dion, or I can say to one of my girls. So after this, I'm not gonna work for X amount of months. So I can focus on my business, mm -hmm. even though that means, you know, turning down jobs. Now, if I didn't tell them that and I just got another job offer, it's easier to be like, oh, I'm going to just keep working because yeah. the money's not bad. But you have to like to know the reason why you're in something 
have friends holding you accountable and make sure you're learning. Like if you're going to take time away from doing what you want to do, like this business that you set up, you better make sure there's something in it for you. And it's not always financial. It could be networking. It could mm-hmm. be skill set um, because the only jobs I take are in production on the producer's track. Mm-hmm. So better believe that what I learn, I'm able to bring back and apply it to my own business. Absolutely. Absolutely. That's a good word to end on. Yes. All right. Yes. The foliage. It's a waste of paper, man. This could have been. It's called the future. This is the future. Where do you see lactose in the next 10 years? What a segue. In the next 10 years. So that would be 2000. What's today? What's 21? 2031. Yeah. That bothered you, didn't it? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) She said. There's a place. Uh, 2031. Great question. I see. I see expansion. I see um, a lot of movies, sold movies under our belt. Um, I I I want a a a a um a studio. I want a want a um like a 19 stage studio. That um, is in a great central location, possibly, mm, possibly South LA because everything is so north. Um, just to kind of give back to the. I haven't thought about this tenure, but I, I definitely. Uh, I'm going back to the original plan of what do we want? I want solid movies. I want to get back in front of the camera. Yes. Um, Give us some more Dion Lack on camera. Yes. Um, Superstar. Yeah, and I, and I and I and I want to do something with my children, as in like some sort of movie that I I want to write for my kids. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, so that's a great question, and I think it's important that as business partners will be on the same page. So I definitely agree with the, um, you know, lots of movies under our belt. Um, Those things are already in motion, praying for that to happen. Um, Also, um, just like, you know, I would love to have a first look deal, like we... Our production company have a first look deal. For those who don't know what first look deal, can you please tell the people what that is? Um, pretty much like anything that we develop um, would be pretty much like the idea. We'd be paid to come up with great ideas. Uh, with uh, like it's usually with another studio. It could be with um, another production company. Um, but definitely would love to have, um, you know, like lactose have a first look deal as we develop future ideas. Um, I would love to have distributed a bunch of our own films and, you know, in the trajectory going towards that, if we don't have our own studio yet, would love to be going there. And I just think it's, um, and mentor others. Oh, definitely. That's like built We're in. We're doing that now. Yeah, definitely believe in, you know, like Deion said, giving back in the area that, you know, like we spent a lot of time and did a lot of shoots and things like that. So, yeah, that is a good question. We probably should do a 10-year vision board right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Is there a such thing as a second look deal? After they're done with the first look, it's like, like can we can we take a look at it? It doesn't matter. We got the first look, okay. and look they own and they own the stuff that you come up with during that time. Oh. Yeah, so there's no second look. No, I'm saying like it feels like you get the first look right after that. Before it gets to them, I want to have the second look and just be like, okay, that's the, oh, that's what we saw. Okay, and then next thing you know, a movie, <laughs> <laughs> similar movie coming out. That's probably what they do have. Yeah. I hope this is really helping somebody. Uh, it's helping me because I just found out that you are 
a vegan. Word to the wise. What do you wish you knew before you started your business? What do I wish I knew before I started my business? Um, I wish I had... I don't know. Um, I feel like everything happened for a reason. But what I wish I had before I started my business. Wish you wish, wish you knew. Wish I knew. Yeah. Um, I I wish, man, I just wish I had the mindset of where I'm at now. Then, mm-hmm. that's, yeah, that's that's it. That's because I'll be. I think I'll be a lot further. Yeah. I was always afraid. Here's a, here's the thing when it comes to entrepreneurship. When you set your own prices. You typically get self-conscious on on being rejected. Um, I had a discussion with my friend, one of my friends. We were talking about um, when you do free when you do free stuff, you are the most confident because you like this is for free. I'm gonna give you my best work, and you're gonna love it, and you're gonna walk away because you're getting it for free. But it was like, but then if it's like, hey, I'm charging a thousand bucks, you'd be like, they like, oh, a thousand bucks. You're like, oh, well, I, uh, well, what you got? I do it for two hundred. But it's like now you're self conscious about your rates because you're like, now I feel like I'm getting rejected because I really want to do this project because I see your vision. I really want. I can. I can really do this. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and I want to show you how great I am. So do you typically kind of drop your rate down to something that's like wasting your time? I've done that numerous times. Um, because I, I want people to believe in who I am and what I've done. And then I, I see myself like I have a problem with rejection. And then uh, what helped me be in what helped me uh, get over the rejection is always have a plan. What are you doing this for? What are you doing? So then I had to start looking at it like um, when people hire you. They're not hiring you for your talent. They are paying you to pull you away from your project that you're working on. So if I'm working on a script that I, which I am, and someone say, "Hey, I need you to direct a music video for me," I'm typically like, "It's not about the music video." They saying that I need to pay you for your time because you're getting pulled away from your dream. And it's like, I know your time is cool. I know your time is valuable. Is it possible that you can stop your project for $1,500 so you could, you know, help me chase my dream? And I look at it like I'm chasing their, I'm building their project for free. That's how I had to look at it. Mm -hmm. So when it came to like setting my rate, I always looked at it like I refuse to do this for free because I have gold over here i have money over here and they say hey could you do it for you know 200 like no i can't i that is not worth me mm-hmm. stepping away from this this project i'm working over here yeah um i think i wish i knew um starting out maybe like you said everything happens for a reason and so we learn along the way um but we had like such goals. I wish I knew that like YouTube and Vine and Instagram were gonna be yeah. <laughs> like bigger yeah. or what it was the potential that it was Facts. because we always kind of shied away from those um, from social media Facts. in a way early on. Even when we knew like, hey, everybody's putting all their stuff on this one and. You should be doing that. And, you know, like we know the people who are doing those and doing well on them and got, you know, it's not that nobody told us. It's just like, well, we want to be filmmakers right. and we want our quality work Stubborn. to be like this. Not realizing that it was actually a tool and not right. a bandwagon. Absolutely. So like I would say, like, don't shun technologies. And I think we're kind of there now where we're. You know, we're we're about the crypto. We're about the you know, like, but still that late. came with lessons. <laughs> still late, <laughs> a little late, but um, that still came with like lessons. And you know, technology will 
only benefits small companies like ours and if we can get on the forefront of it so i do wish that and it was a money maker on top of that it wasn't just like finding audiences that it was also like bringing in sponsorship and advertisements and different things like that so early on like i'm even thinking about because i think about like uh you remember we, we were staying at miss carol's well i was staying at miss carol's and we would be working out of the room and we were doing like the cds and putting on the labels and yeah. we worked hard our yeah. documentary our backstory yeah. of what we've done and the things that we've accomplished and you know the Definitely. late night hours and early mornings and the fussing and you got a fine because you put a flyer up somewhere it wasn't supposed to be like <laughs> <laughs> just all those different things yeah. it will pay off but definitely like when i look back i'm like we we could have used those tools more right i i i want michael b jordan to play my me in the biopic how about you um <laughs> i haven't decided who gets to play me yet because i feel like we have a great story I won't. Well, Michael B. Michael B. George's not that tall, right? I don't know. So I will. I will have to. Uh, let's see who looks like me. Von Miller. He's not an actor. You said who looks like you? Um, I'll probably have to pick uh, Winston Duke. Oof. Winston Duke to play me in the biopic of the Lactose Entertainment. I will pay story. play myself. <laughs> Like Twilla, you are sixty-five years old playing the the eighteen-year-old version of you. How do you think Winston is? No, I'm just saying. I will play myself to be side with Winston, and like I could just be like I could add a spin to our story. That's funny. It become a little different. It'd be different than the version you remember. <laughs> it's Winston Duke. So you you because we had a lot of arguments. So, so you know Winston Duke would be screaming at you. You be like. You're supposed to love me. What are you doing? <laughs> that never happened. <laughs> we have had a lot of... A lot of arguments. A lot of arguments. A lot of arguments. Um, which is funny because that's, I think that's the next... That's, that's gross. This better not be there. That's funny. No. Oh. Um, yeah, we argue a lot. We have a lot of disagreements. Of course, in business, you definitely have to have some sort of disagreements. disagreements. Um, but most importantly, I think... Um, communication is key to any relationship and I think we also argue more freely because we're friends yeah. and so we do have a for real friendship this is crazy that this is business relationship that's crazy I don't know if that has any I don't know what the question is but I don't know if it has anything to do with do you guys argue oh that's crazy do you suggest is happening here you need this do you suggest going into business business with friends that's your segue okay i got you uh, do you do you suggest going to business with friends i don't we weren't friends i'm not saying we weren't friends. we weren't great friends stop it we were we weren't great friends in the beginning of the business no we weren't and if we were like best friends from childhood and you have so much more to lose that would be a problem yeah facts um and we didn't know we didn't know like if a business fail your friendship will fail as well but now we're in a predicament because <laughs> we are really really great friends this is my best friend and um if this business fails, it will be very awkward. I can't say fail, but I don't know how it will fail. Yeah, like, I, th I mean, like, if our business, for some reason, just went away, or, like, Super I feel like our business, speech. like, we've been through some business lows that I feel like at the point, like, our business just went away because we didn't have any money. Like, we, we've been at that point. But I feel like if it was just like a total disagreement in the way of how our business went, how we should run the business, irreconcilable differences, if you will, I think that would reflect in our friendship because it'd just be like. Like, say, for instance, say, for instance, like it was like, hey, Sony wants to buy the company for, you know, 
800 million dollars and you like no i'm like yes i was like yes but for the sake of the story. <laughs> and I'm like, <clears throat> I'm like, yes. Well, you say yes. I'm like, no. Just for the sake of the story. Since you said he'll say yes. And I'm like, no. We, we, we got the billion dollar business. We can keep going. You'd be like, Tian, no. I'm tired. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, no, I, I, I swear, I swear we, got, we, got, we got something going. And then you like, I'm taking the money. And then you you do it without my consent. And then it's like, okay, I see right now that you're weak-minded. And you're not thinking the way I see, like Master P always say, like when somebody try to buy his company, it's like, if y'all trying to buy it, I can see that y'all see something that I don't see. Yeah. So if that, I'm not, this is a whole different, it's, it's, starting, it's starting to spark to something yeah. else now. But but if something like that happened, that we had a disagreement, I can see uh, a branch happening with most groups that like you take that and I take that yeah. and you figure it out over there. And it'd be like difficult to do like, hey, let's let's You'll still don't have out. lunch. <laughs> you want lunch? Let's meet up for lunch. Because at that point if you yeah. had a, if you had like a huge like Riff entity like yeah. or like a huge like team, now they have to like they're like our children. They have to kinda like who are we gonna hang out with now? Yeah. Who are we going to be loyal to now? Yeah. I think we definitely came in at the the right familiarity with each other like i don't think we could have been better friends and honestly like i won't, I won't say like enter business in with a stranger enter in business with somebody <laughs> who you know like their strength or their character in that you wouldn't mind getting to know better because there will be late nights and when money is involved in things you get to know people's characters um and their strength like you know, like, are they willing to sell everything for just a few thousand dollars? Uh, are they willing to cheat and, you know, scam their way into certain things? Like, you really get to know a person and who you're comfortable working with. So, like, if you don't know them right off, like... Know them in all the seasons. Get to know them in all the seasons. But I'm saying if you don't know them right away try to find out something about them like if they went to a great business school you know if they went to a right. b- great What's business school you like there's a benefit um ask some of their friends like just don't go in you might want to know a credit score like do you pay <laughs> do you pay bills because you're going to be the money person probably and if right. you don't pay bills i don't know <laughs> mm-hmm. so just different you know there's things to think about with friendships like i remember when we first started this person did say like I would never go into business with a friend. And he just recently had a production company. And I think they fell out and a business partner took all the equipment. So I just oh boy. Remember, uh, forget at what conference somebody was saying that. And I was like looking at Dion with a side eye like, <laughs> should, should I rethink this? <laughs> oh, boy. Yeah, uh, that's, a, that's a tough question. That's, that's a tough question. Um, I think I think hypothetically, if our company fell apart. I wouldn't. I will. I will hope that the the um, the relationships and the my, my integrity and my what's the word? My, my, who character. I character there is my character could carry another business. Now, like, let's just sell everything as is. Mm-hmm. You take. You can take what you want, but we're gonna sell. Split the money down to half, and you go your way. I will take what I've built and recreate it. Yeah, like that. That's how I will handle it. Versus like a messy sort of like divorce. Yeah, you know that LMFAO broke up, mm-hmm. and great music, great fun party music, and just a just a money situation, and they just never got back together. That's it. Money will do it. You want to do one more? Sure. There's nothing in there, man. Stop stirring it up. There's two in here. Did you? Okay, let's answer them both. Then let's answer them both. You get one. Since we only got two left. All right, let's be real quick. Cause we gotta wrap it up like a age commercial. Uh, what's that say? SWAT. What's SWAT mean? Strengths, weaknesses, something and something. I forget what the one T is. Why would you do that? Because I knew it at the time. <laughs> you wanted to sound smart. 
and they don't know what the acronym look means. it up if you're interested in businesses you should always do SWOT analysis on your businesses what are your greatest strengths and weaknesses I enjoy writing directing pro- no writing directing writing directing acting editing uh, weaknesses producing uh, losing weight uh, <laughs> um, pitching and reading Okay, so I think my strengths are, I know my strengths are definitely producing, um, coming up with great ideas, all the time great ideas, and um, being like a really good admin and seeing th- being able to keep uh, things together. That's what makes me a good producer and a business partner. Mm-hmm. Um, I think my weaknesses would be consistency. Gotta keep it together, as you would say. <laughs> um, just consistency, because I do, you know, I write. I do have great ideas sometimes. Seeing it all the way through is the the tragedy. Mm. Next question. Next question. Business savvy. I think you almost touched on this. Uh, you did touch on this. How did you know when to start charging or increasing your rates? I've already talked about it. You do yours. Um, so it's different. I guess it's, it's pretty much the same. Like it is that you're charging for your time. For me, it's like um, things that people come to me for are things usually like producing, things that I have fun doing anyway. And so then I'm like, oh, this is fun. But then I'm like, it is taking up a lot of time. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's fun, but it, it's taking too much. Like, even if somebody comes to me to do a graphic, that's fun to me. And it's fun to me and easy for me. Sometimes therapeutic, but it is a time to charge when you realize that people keep coming back to you for this. It's like, oh. Yeah. And also a lot of people realize that consulting, you can charge for that. Yeah. You can, you can just let them know, like, Somebody, hey, I have a question. And a lot of times, a lot of times, we look at friends as friends and not clients. Sometimes people ask you a question. You can be very vague with it. You can give them, you can point them in the right direction. But when they get specific, you can be like, all right, you are tapping into way too much. Twilla is very free when it comes to consulting. I will give somebody 10 minutes max. Um, but then I'm like, okay, you are trying to milk way yeah. too much for me. Yeah. Um, Twill would be going to sleep with people. Like she'd be like, mm-hmm. So <laughs> what you have to understand is open up page oh six. Yeah, I do. I, that is true. I'm very free with information for the most part. Um, but I also realized that it's time to start um, charging. Pain. Well, like, so basically I had a convo with a person who was asking for a certain amount and what they were asking for was a lot. And so that rate was going to be a lot. But in a, a couple of years ago, we might have jumped on it for whatever that budget was. Absolutely. And um, because it's work and it's money coming in and at that rate. If I if I would have accepted it at that rate, I would have had to convince Dion why it was okay to accept it at that right. rate. Yeah. He would have been grumbling the whole time while whole editing. Time. Uh, you know we're only getting like $25 for this, right? Right. <laughs> and then also just like, yo, we really got bills. Like, we got real bills. We have uh-huh. overhead. We have two locations, right? We have equipment. Right. Um, and, if, and if they don't pay it, you're going to pay it. Right. It's going to come... It's coming from somewhere. Right. So it's like, it's time to start charging when like, that's the reality. And you know, the goal is like this to be consistent full-time work. I mean, we, Dion is consistent full-time. This is your full-time. And I just said today, like, I don't know if I want to go back to work. So then that means I better make sure that everything that we do is making money. And so that's was like, or like when we get the jobs where people are like, uh, we say this is the rate and they'd be like okay cool and they just pay it 
And then so the other jobs were people you gotta fuss with. I'm like, well, you got the you're my, like you're my wrong client. You're the wrong client. I've been trying to get Twills to really tap into her talent. She really does great graphics. She really does great posters, flyers. Um, she's a great editor uh, as far as like uh, word editing. Um, you don't think I do publish, video editing? I mean, yes, but you're. I would never <laughs> rely on you to do that <laughs> because you tap out too quick. Um, yeah, but like I was like, we we can definitely. This could be our 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 full time job. This is definitely my full time job. I guess it kind of goes back though when you say like tap into those things. It goes back to like, what do you want? Like, why am I making? Like at that point, it's like. Why am I doing this? Yeah, like I'm doing it solely only to make money, not because I think it's growing our company in the way that it should be grown. So I don't, although I know that's a way that I can make money if I need to, is not the way I want to make money. But what if we, because this is epiphany right now, what if we use what we've learned by making this money and pitch it back to the next person? We, um, now our name is getting paid and we're still getting money and then we're taking that money to the to the other end and we're overseeing the final product like if you was like a graphic designer mm -hmm. and then you will talk to the client tell them what they want like and then you describe it to somebody else and say hey this is what they want and after that I look at it, change this, fix this, add that, and now you're consulting. What are you about to say? You're consulting the the you know your whoever your I don't even call it the intern hired graphic designer, and now you're pretty much taking money off the top, but you're still your brand, your name is lactose and Twilla, whatever. And you're save time make money off the top and you know blah 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 but just like this, this is exactly what uh like timberland does timberland doesn't make all these beats he has right people. but people are still coming to him for beats so the, the, the people brand. will be coming to the brand for logos or the brand for poster design right which is not what we necessarily set out to do see this is why we could discuss these things this is the actual real discussion of how right. we do things um so now it's like lactose entertainment, film, television, marketing, you know, like now marketing with graphics and things like that. That's not anything that we set out to do or anything. No, we haven't. But like I said, that's how you build your team. We build our, yeah, we're building our team. But you're great at graphics, but you don't ever market yourself as making graphics. Right. So, so by any chance, you market yourself as graphics. You get a buttload of clientele. You enjoy doing it. You say, okay, I feel like I found my niche. But it's like, but this is way too much. Let me outsource. And now you're overseeing the final product. Right. I understand that. My question was in the branding part of it. So, like, you know how, like, earlier this year we were like, we're going to get back to making more content. And we're mm -hmm. going to make sure that... Because that was what we set out to do and we want to get back to that. Right. And then so it's like, do I take time away from that to start focusing more on doing graphics for other people? Because the only reason I learned graphics is to do stuff for lactose. Mm -hmm. That's the only reason I right. do it. And then what I create is usually for lactose or a favor or one off every now and again for a friend. Right. Same as me with editing. Only reason I learned how to edit is because I was had to edit my own project. So we're gonna wrap up the podcast. Thank you guys so much for joining us. I uh, hope this podcast you got to know us a little bit more. Uh felt very serious. Uh I feel like I wasn't my comedic self today. Y'all got to see the other side of Dion. Y'all yeah. got to see the businessman, the thinker. Um, the one who is always like you know a visionary with what we do. Of course, we have fun, but it was more so like yeah. insight into lactose. Mm -hmm. Um, 
you know, leave comments, leave questions if you have more questions, suggestions, whatever. Um, let me know if y'all think I should do graphics. Yes. She's a great, she published my book. That she, was hard. Yeah. And you can get a buttload of money. Like hard. imagine getting $10,000 to publish someone's book. Is, is that is that still hard? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> The hardness did not go away. <laughs> but, you, but money definitely eases and, and, and complements yeah. the, the job. You're like, okay. Yeah. It talks you into it like, well, at least I can pay off this car. Which is, I already did that. I know. I was, all right. You're being literal. All right, guys. <laughs> make sure you like, subscribe, comment, share, and hit that bell to get the Ring notification. Every time we post a video, we have a lot of content coming out and we are going super fast, super far. I have nothing else to say. Join us on this journey. Yes. Thank you. See you next time.